Welcome to Below the Line, where we talk about working in Hollywood from the crew perspective. My name is Skid. I'm a former assistant director and your host. Today we're talking about Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, the action thriller that recently concluded its fourth and final season on Amazon Prime. And my guest returning to the podcast is production designer Derek Hill. Derek, it's nice to see you again. Good to see you, Skid. Welcome back. A quick warning for listeners, today's conversation may contain spoilers for the show. Derek, the last time we talked, you teased that I think that you were going to go work on Jack Ryan. Tell me how that sort of rolled out, how that came together. I finished a couple of projects. I went from New Zealand to uh, Orlando, did the right stuff, and then I was doing a pilot in uh, Wilmington, and then COVID hit. So then basically we shut down. During that time, John Kelly, our producer, who happened to be the producer from Into the Wild. He was on the show and he kept going, no, you're going to do this. I said, well, I'm I'm busy doing this and I'm busy doing that. And then I got a call from my agent saying, uh, hey, listen, you have the job. And I said, well, I didn't even interview for the job. He goes, well, you know, your reputation speaks for itself. And what happened is one of the producer directors from season one, Dan Sackheim, a director producer that I've worked for. And then a- Andrew Bernstein was in director producer season two. They had recommended me to the uh, John Krasinski gang producers. So that's how I came about the job. I started in uh, working from home in like May of 2020, started developing the look. They kind of gave me the idea where the story was going and said, you know, at some point in time, we're going to be setting up in Budapest, Hungary. That'll be our base. We'll set it at Astra Studios. We'll build our permanent sets there. And then we'll branch out to the other countries wherever the story takes us. And so, Derek, we're talking about season three when you came on board. And then you stayed through the end of season four, which just wrapped up on Amazon. Yes, it was uh, all in all between the two seasons. We shot about 320 days worth of work. It was a full (laughs) two years worth of work. A lot of kidding along the way because it was like, oh, are you uh, season four, Derek? And I'm going, I'm doing season three. <laughs> and then it was like my location guy was from the UK. And it was like season four, Jason Wheeler. He goes, season three, we still have all this stuff to do. I went over in August and we scouted. I went right to Rome to begin with. And one of the uh, uh, caveats of dealing with it, it was during COVID. So testing, flying, wearing a mask all the time, getting permission from the, the country that you're going to travel into, that you're able to travel and because you're working on a business for the country. So otherwise, as a tourist, you're not getting in those countries. And so we ended up starting to shoot. Uh, we shot seven days in Rome in October 2020. It was fantastic. We've seen Spanish steps and, and Rome without crowds. Felt like I went back in time before everything was uh, pretty well established over there. So we scouted and then we went back to Budapest to prep and then we came back and scouted and then we were probably in Rome uh, four or five weeks beforehand and we had all practical locations and then we had some locations that were uh, stage sets back in Budapest. So we shot the seven days because that worked into our actor schedule. And then we went back, started prepping. We had a couple of weeks off at Christmas. And then we started back in January. And then we started shooting in March. 
and we shot March through probably September. So 170 something days. And this is in 2021 and we're still on season three, just trying to get season three. Yes, we're still on season three. And so as it turned out, uh, you know, we, we shot uh, Budapest and we shot Prague and we shot the highway scene of the helicopter chase scene in Slovakia. We were able to close a highway, 17 miles of the highway, which was pretty amazing that they worked with us on that. We had a good contact there. Then we shot in Vienna, Austria, where the story t- took us to these places. The story started, episode one and two kind of got you into Athens, Greece even though we shot that towards the end of season three. And then Santorini, Greece, which was pretty spectacular. That's where Mike November's compound was, where he retired from the CIA and hung out there. We did a second unit shoot in Moscow of the cars driving through the city for some of the other stuff. And then interior cars we shot in warehouses or streets of Budapest. On the state sets, we built the CIA offices, We built the Prague Castle interiors, the president and the situation room. We built the U.S. Embassy Prague, U.S. Embassy Greece, uh, U.S. Embassy Vienna, Austria. And then we did the U.S. naval ship. We did the Russian naval ship and we did a Greek container ship. All that was on the multiple stages that we had in uh, Budapest. So that was a challenge. And we would go and we would shoot some stuff on stage. Then we'd go to the other country and shoot. We probably shot, I think, seven days in Prague, seven days in Austria. And then we shot about five weeks in uh, Greece. So all in all, we saw quite a bit of things. I scouted probably 16 different countries to start the show, traveled all around the world, (laughs) multiple flights. And I was uh, fortunate enough that during that time, I didn't get any COVID. You know, I've followed pretty closely. The story changes at, at the end of season four. But uh, as we moved to Greece, you know, and they started like asking us in probably May, hey, how are you going to do season four? And we kept going, no, we're doing season three. And then, you know, then it was like, well, what are you planning on doing? Where are you going to bring somebody else in and set up where? So they eventually talked me into doing season four. And basically for that, you know, I missed some of the luxury parts of Santorini. I scouted it, but I didn't shoot it because now while they were doing that, I'm off scouting for season four. So before we go deeper into season four, when you were on the show before we talked about Into the Wild, what I really took away from that is you got to do a lot of scout work with Sean Penn before filming began in the sense of getting a sense of where the story was going to go and how it was all going to come together from a production design point of view. It occurs to me with this though, and what you're describing all of these different cities all across Europe and all this stage work, that just seems a lot more hectic. How are you able to maintain a singular vision for a season with this kind of challenge? Well, certainly because just coming into Europe and being green on that and traveling an international show, I had my art department supervising art director who I'd work with on Into the Wild. And he and I have, John Richardson, have a relationship of uh, almost 20 years. And then I had a prop master that that I'd worked with on the previous shows that I brought over. Then I had an art department assistant 
that I'd worked with on the right stuff. Then uh, also that I'd worked with Ozark on. So I knew these people and these people stayed basically in the main place of Budapest. My supervising location manager was Jason Wheeler. He was uh, from UK. He didn't start the show, but because he was on something, he came on. And I think because of him, I was able to pull this off because it was, needless to say, that much traveling, not so much the time zones, you know, but you're making, you're making connecting flights, you're running from this flight to that flight. And then you've, you go in and you, uh, cause you're not scouting with the director. You're not scouting with the producer. You're scouting with the location manager. And then we would have uh, local location managers meet us in the countries that we were going to go. And then we would create a PDF of all the locations and then designate on the PDF the angles and the route that we would do, like in Athens, that chase sequence from when they arrived from the, in the ocean through the town, all the way through the chase scene and the shootout in the, in the safe house. All that was choreographed, basically, scene by scene of location shots that we took. So he, he got to understand how I work and that, say, if I had the director come scout, I'm paying more attention and shooting exactly camera angles that we're talking about. And then he's shooting the wide stuff that creates the flexibility so that later on they go, well, what was back there? What, what was in this direction? So that was able to help me in that sense. And then uh, just getting to know the way that they work. And because of my movie background, it really helped me in a sense working on the TV because I had a little more power and decision on what we were going to do because the producers really stayed with the shooting company. You know, working with John Krasinski as close as I did, basically all the scenes that he's in, they're going to be adapted to whatever he feels that we're going to shoot. So because he he puts himself in that character and what would that CIA agent do it? How would he enter the room? Where would he walk on the street? When would he stop? So that was a learning process all through season three. You know, the details that we did. And to think about how this came about, the American ships. When we were in Rome in October, probably first part of October 2020, we asked the concierge, where's a great restaurant? And they said, well, you go up about three blocks and you go over two blocks and it's this great guy that has this restaurant. So this guy was like a showman dressed up. He had the wherewithal to control everything in there. And there was a couple from England that had come for 10 years for their anniversary, older couple that was sitting right there. There was maybe one other person. And then he goes, you know, the commander's around the corner. He knew what we did. He asked us and I said, oh, we're doing this. And this is where the story goes. And he goes, commander's around, you know, uh, I don't know if he knows what, I'm talking about, I'm not sure that, you know, he goes, oh, it's a commander. I go, yeah, okay. So, you know, later on that evening, because we went at 6, 6.30, so we could get out early. But, you know, in Rome, you, you don't get out early. <laughs> so later on, I said, well, I'm going to go to the restroom, be what he's talking about. I go around the corner and I see this guy. He's not dressed up in a uniform, but he has a military cut. I, so I go, oh, there's a military guy around the corner. I'm not sure what he's calling this guy now it's about 11 o'clock in the evening and then the other couple joins us from england and they get to talking and then about 11 30 
the commander comes around the corner and he he goes, hey, I understand you're looking for a ship. And I said, uh, anything like a destroyer or aircraft carrier, something along that line. You wouldn't happen to have one of those, would you? <laughs> and he goes, well, I'm Admiral Black, commander of the Sixth Fleet of the U.S. <laughs> US Naval. And I go, wow, wow. So he sits down with us. And we get to talking, and his brother went to the Naval Academy where my brother-in-law went. They flew the same same air, aircraft, the EA-6B radar jammers. So we got to talking. He stayed for about 45 minutes, and then then they left, and we left. And I got back to the producers of uh, Andrew Foreman. I said, hey, by the way, you missed dinner tonight. You know, I met the, uh, the rear admiral of the Sixth Fleet. He goes, no, you didn't. I said, yeah, I did. So I told him we needed a ship, and he said it'd be difficult because no one's getting on or off the ship, and he has to quarantine. Well, it just so happened we didn't need the ship till September, and it's October. So then, you know, then we go through the whole story with the Navy. You've got to go through the government and then the naval people, and then they say, well, yeah, you can scout the ship, USS Roosevelt. So I go down there, and the you know, the commander of that ship comes aboard, you know, and he's up there and we're in the control rooms and taking photographs. And he goes, hey, I need to find out which one of you is Derek Hill. And I went, uh, I am. What's the problem? He goes, nothing. I just wanted to pass on words from Admiral Black that says congratulations on coming aboard. Give you whatever you need. <laughs> so I felt like I was a hero on Jack Ryan, you know. <laughs> I had forgotten that there was these sequences on the ship because there's the, the sequence on the American ship, but then the Russian ship. Were you shooting on an American ship to make it look Russian as well, or was no? What, what we did is we scouted we scouted Bulgaria for Russian ships, and then we realized how difficult it's going to be. Bulgaria had older Russian ships, and I'm going. We can't have this fancy nuclear ship with these old Bulgarian Russian ships. So basically, we, we did a green screen of that. We built the arrival on the dock in Budapest, and then we green screened the, uh, the Russian ship, and then we built the interior of the Russian ship on stage in uh, Budapest. So that's how that came about. Now, season four, in addition to Europe, you're also going to Thailand and Myanmar, Mexico, the Southwest U.S. Are you actually traveling that far, or are you finding locations closer to home in Europe? As it turned out, we made a writer change after season three, and Krasinski was going to do more of the writing and him and his team. Then when it came down to Scout, you know, I said, well, uh, so where's the story going? Uh, you know, it's going to be like Southeast Asia, Myanmar, Thailand. It's going to take us through uh, drug trafficking, women trafficking, uh, bombs, that kind of stuff. And then they trade through Mexico and then they end up in these other countries. And I went, okay, so you have uh, scripts. No, 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 you just, you're, you're going to go scout and you're going to go shoot what you think is good. And then we'll adjust and we'll write to it. And it was like, we're going to, we're going to do what? <laughs> they said, well, story's going to Croatia for sure. Cause that's what I'm writing that. So then we, I went to uh, Croatia and scouted, you know, several cities in Croatia. And we ended up settling for Dubrovnik, which was fantastic. I'd never been. I'd recommend it. And then they said, we're going to go to Canary Islands and you're going to try to find Asia, Mexico, all the other stuff. 
in Canary Islands. I go, hmm, well, I've never been to Canary Islands. So I scouted three different islands, and then they determined that we couldn't really shoot on all three. So we chose to shoot on two of them, Grand Canaria and Tenerife. That's where we we started with that's the look. So scouted two different times, and finally I said, okay, well, who's going to be the directors and, and that kind of stuff because, you know, they should come on the scout with me so we can look. And I went with a, Jonathan uh, uh, Stark went with me as a new producer for four while the other team was still shooting all the Greece stuff and the road to Spain where we shot the naval ship. So we came back and we came up with the situation. And, and I, always, I always did kind of a funny thing on the show as I created these videos that I would see a statue in Budapest and I'd go talk to the statue and I would say, Hey, listen, I'm working on this show, Jack Ryan. And I don't know if you've heard, but do you know anything about a script coming or the script pages or a schedule? So I would make these videos throughout the whole season three and into season four. And I would send them to John Krasinski's producer. They would laugh and go, they're coming. They're coming. So I remember it was Christmas uh, we finished Road to Spain at the end of September, and then we started in November for the season four. So the prep was really short. So now it's going to be like whatever Jason, the location manager, and I kind of decided we're going to have to fit into the shooting schedule. And they and they did a good job riding to the places that we found. They wanted to shoot the interior of the casino, the underground, and and some of that stuff in Budapest. And I just said, I, I just don't feel that it looks right for our show. It's a lot of work to bring it to the level that we've already done on season three and what I'm going in season four. So I, I think I found a building in Canary Islands. It's like a convention center building. And I think it would be spectacular if we just built the casino and all the underground right there. So they bought that idea. And then at Christmas, I said, you know, I really need five and six, uh, especially six to see where the show's going. And then his producer goes, oh, you'll get it there. You'll get it. <laughs> and I go, well, well I, but I really need it. So then she goes, well, it's coming this afternoon. I remember it's a Sunday afternoon. And then I got the script and then I'm looking to the script and, and I go, Derek Hill Motors, tall Texas guy with a goatee selling cars. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. And she goes, that's the best line I've seen all day. And guess what? You're doing it. <laughs> there's no way that you're not going to do it because you've done all these videos and now you're going to do in the show. You didn't realize you were auditioning when you were sending those videos. No, I, I didn't know that at all. <laughs> but it was pretty funny because Krasinski called. It. So at this time, we're shooting in Budapest. We're shooting in Croatia and we're prepping in Canary Islands. So now it's COVID time and some people get sick and they go, well, Derek, you have to fly from the Canary Islands to Budapest to shoot your scene tomorrow. I go, tomorrow? So that was pretty crazy. I flew in, did a wardrobe thing, and then the next day they shot with me on those scenes. Krasinski called the next day and said, hey, you killed that Texas accent. I'm glad you worked on it. <laughs> so, Derek, for folks who haven't seen it yet, when they sit down to watch season four, Remind them what episode where they should be watching for you. Not that it won't be obvious if they've listened to your voice. It'll, it'll be episode six, the final episode. And I'm I'm the car dealer that's selling the uh, the vehicles that are that are in question on the show. 
Yeah. And so they shot that at, in Budapest. So you went back to do the that shooting. Was the border stuff Budapest as well? Texas border, we went out to Hungary racetrack, and we built all that Texas-Mexico border crossing. So that was a big challenge. I think one of the other big set, the Senate hearing room, was like unbelievable how big the set was. I mean, to give you the idea of the stages, how big they were, on that stage, I put the Senate hearing room, which is almost full scale, to the real Senate hearing room. And then we built the White House, the Oval Office, and, the, and there's uh, other rooms and the outside with the greenery and the porch. So we built all that on one stage. And then the other stages, we built additional CIA offices and we built Jackson Brownstone, D.C. Brownstone building. And then in, in Canary Islands, in that uh, convention center, we built a casino, which was a big undertaking. So in the Canary Islands, you used the convention center. But in Budapest, were they building these stages as sound stages? Or are these converted buildings, these old warehouses that you see in some of these Eastern European countries? This was Astra Studios. You know, we, we took the majority of the stages on season three. And then when I was doing all the scouting and everything, they go, we're, we're building across the drive area there. We're going to build two more stages and another stage. And so when I finally settled back in Budapest for four, I said, well, that's great because I can build these others. They go, oh, no, 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 no. We've got those rented out to <laughs> Shadow and Bone or what? what? <laughs> One of those others I'm going. So you mean the stages that Jack built, we don't really get them. <laughs> yeah. They doubled the size of their studio space because we came in there and we took the space. This was about a 25-minute drive out of town to the stages. It was okay. I really liked Budapest. You know, the first time I'd ever shot there. I'd shot in Romania and Bucharest and those kind of things. Mid-Atlantic was the production company there, and it was an American that runs that. He has a nucleus of crew that he wants to supply. I brought in the key people, then he furnished the other people. I kept as many of the good people that I could that, that worked on season three with us. But then after they worked with me, then the guy goes, well, no, I have to take this person, put them on another show. <laughs> after you so, trained them up. <laughs> yeah. So we got some fresh, younger people on season four. But it was about, I'd say, half of the work was there versus three quarters of it before. And then I ended up bringing in a, a Greek art director that I worked with in Athens. And he helped me in Prague and he helped me in Vienna. And then we ended up bringing him in the Canary Islands on number four because of how big that was. Because we were in two, shooting on two different islands. I mean, it was like a 25-minute plane ride, but you'd still go there, scout all day, get on a plane and come back. You know, a plane runs every 30 minutes. And so you've talked about some of the, the funny stories on a few of these sets. What other favorites did you have, Derek? Either how it came together or what ended up on the screen that you really want to brag on? When you look back at it and you think that you shot in 12 different countries and you shot 320 days, I mean, it was just like it was never ending. There was no real break. The camaraderie that we had, you know, especially during COVID, they locked Budapest down from like November to February. You know, stores closed at seven, curfew at eight. Of course, we had we had a certificate from the government that we were involved in work. But then sometimes when we'd go get together at one of the guys' apartments on a weekend, on a Saturday or Sunday night to have dinner and stuff, now you're sneaking home, okay? You're not driving. We're walking 
but then you're going the back street. So, cause you how do you say you're going to work or you're coming from work? <laughs> yeah. But the challenges were, I mean, we had to shop London for a lot of the white house stuff and the CIA stuff. It's easier to get it from London than it is from the States. You know, we had, we had great prop crew. Most of the people spoke English or understood it or a bit of it. You know, sometimes I found where, you would talk to people and you'd say, you know, this aging isn't right. And they go, yeah, I know. And then you go, well, fix this and fix this. Then you go to the set the next day and you're looking at it and you go, I, I thought we talked. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then you realize that they really didn't understand, you know, that part of it. It's okay, but just say no. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and then we had uh, several different directors on that. So that was a challenge to try to keep the flow going the same. And when it came to the, uh, you know, Krasinski called me to his trailer when we did the helicopter chase sequence, he knew exactly how he wanted to shoot it and what he wanted because he's in that scene. And so what I would do is create a slide by slide. And then I would say slide one, they're flying and slide two, JK number one and JK number two, and then all the way through 19, I think. And I had 48 slides. And, you know, that someone goes, I don't know if we're doing that. I said, I, I can tell you this. You're going to do those 19 that had JK next to it. because That's not John Kelly. That's John Krasinski. <laughs> and then the same with the Russian lab, where they had to shoot out in the lab. Those two scenes that we did there, John's in those. So... As we and we call him well, Jack Ryan's in those. So whenever Jack Ryan's in those scenes, that's more detail, more thought process, more like prepare for making little changes to what works works for him as the character. Now you weren't there season one and two, but did John Krasinski start in such a major part of the production at that time, or did it something he sort of grew into as he became comfortable and well, basically could demand that to continue future seasons. As time went on, I think that he gathered more uh, of how he thought the character should be, and and that's where maybe why because you, you look at you look at the crew and you just go, wow, you got the same DP and you got the same this and you got the same that, but you got a different designer, different this, and you go, well, what happened? So you try to reach out to the other one, and that no one wants to comment. So you know that there's something something's not right in the mix. And then as, as, of course, you know, I've worked for some of the, some of the toughest directors in Hollywood. I know that it's their vision and it's not mine. It's never mine. And sometimes on a movie, it's their vision. But then when it flipped around to this one, it's really John Krasinski's vision and his producers. And that's where I just went, no problem. You know, and then when a director would come aboard, I'd say, well, this is what we're going to do. And and if you're unclear, you know, just check with John Krasinski because he'll clear it up. Now, when you started season four, did they know it was going to be the last season? Or was it just that they didn't have any crew that would have survived a fifth one? No, you know, there was talk of it. You know, it's like because we were delayed between season two and three, I think that that's why it did didn't go into eight episodes. It only went into six because I think Krasinski had prior commitments that he had to get to. I mean, there's even talk today. We did a video like last month when we went to Vermont 
to my art directors. We had 12 people from Jack Ryan come in and stay at, at the place. And then we made a video going, okay, Allison, and this is Allison Seeger, which is Krasinski's partner producer. I go, here we are. We got Jason season five and we got this. <laughs> and we're going, okay, all we need now is a script. And where do you think we're going to shoot? So you're auditioning again for a part in this next season. Maybe they'll stage it all down exactly. in Texas and uh, Derek will be back. Yes, exactly. But uh, it wasn't really certain. There was talk of it, but no one, at that point, I'm just head down and going at it. Well, you never know in Hollywood. They wrap something up and then who knows, it it, it could come back. And, you know, there was talk of, uh, you know, the spinoff with uh, Michael Pena. And then you you look at those things and you look at the strength of the character. And then, then you you know, it's kind of like, wow, that ended. Uh, Jack Ryan, is he going to run for president? You know what I mean? Because you see him walking out there at the end and you think, okay, is there something there? And, you know, I didn't ask. You know, it's just one of those things you go, well, that's an opening. He could come back and play sparingly at the president and deal with the covert stuff and, and run his secret team. We'll see what comes of it. I did enjoy these two seasons, I got to say, whether it ends up being the rap or not. And Derek, enjoyed really talking to you about it. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to call that a wrap. But uh, listeners, as you know, I always appreciate your feedback. You'll find my contact info on our website, blowthelineoneword.biz. That's B-I-Z. You'll also find past episodes and links to all of our social media. So check it out. Derek, where else are we going to see your work? Well, when I came home, I was promised my wife that I would take off for a while. I took off enough for three doctor's appointments in eight days. <laughs> when I got a call from Kevin Costner to uh, do his Western saga, the American saga. He wants to do four features. Uh, so I immediately went up to Utah where we were prepping to do that. We have since shot two of the four. And then in 2024, we'll shoot number three and number four. So it was no, I got eight days after two years. So that was good. Now I'm just uh, waiting for the strike to settle and we're doing some preliminary designs and illustrations so that whenever we get the green light to start back up, we'll do some rebuilds and get ready for feature three. We'll watch for those as well, Derek. Okay. My closing credits, thanks to Curtis Five for our music, John Juan for our logo, and to all of our listeners, I appreciate you. Please rate us wherever you get your podcast and tell your friends. Thanks again from Below the Line. Now, Derek, when we were talking before the show, you teased that you have a funny story about how all this wrapped up. The story was uh, Allison, the producer, said, you know, Derek, you haven't gone to dinner with me for two years. <laughs> And I said, well, I, come on. She goes, come to dinner. I said, well, I'm having a party at my apartment for all my art art crew, and prop crew and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I don't I, I can't really come. But y'all are welcome to come. And they go, no. But then on Sunday, they said, hey, Derek, now uh, you're going to come. You're going to bring the art director. You're going to bring you're going to bring John Richardson. You're going to bring uh uh, Jason Wheeler, we were going to bring the prop master, Jeffrey Johnson, but he had a tennis match that day in the <laughs> evening. And so I said, well, I don't have a ride. She goes, you have a driver. So just get get in the van and drive over to this side of the island. I go, yeah, but I thought we were only allowed two people in the van. So we three of us went over. 
we got to the hotel, had had drinks with them. Then we decided to go to dinner somewhere else, outdoor restaurant along the ocean. So now we got uh, Mike, Michael Kelly, who plays Mike November. We got John Kelly, the producer, and we got Allison and my driver. So now we have seven in, in the van. So we go to dinner. We have this thing. And she'd gone to the Tom Cruise uh, Top Gun uh, premiere in London like Thursday before the dinner. So we go to dinner and Monday night uh, we get a call that she's tested positive for COVID. Okay. Oh my God. So, so now my art director's flying home on Tuesday. I'm flying on Friday. Our last day of shooting is on Thursday. So I'm going, I'm on my way to the location on Wednesday to get it all ready. And I get a call. Hey, Derek, uh, your test uh, was positive. You have to turn around, come back. Oh, my God. And I go, you're kidding me. My driver, who drove all of us, had a mask on the whole time, no COVID. So I went two years, and I get COVID the last day of the shoot. Now I have to stay 12 extra days in Canary Islands. <laughs> so then, that's so, a, that point, that's not even a vacation. You just want to get no, home. <laughs> no, exactly. I was so ready. I was leaving Friday. That's all good. Then I could never get a negative test. So the doctors had to fill out a document saying that it's been this many days. And I'm going, you mean I'm going to go get to the airport? I'm going to go through all those places from Spain to Madrid, Madrid to Dallas or, or Los Angeles, where I was going. I forget where I was going, but it was like, and, but I was able to get out. And uh, so that's my ending of Jack Ryan. <laughs> so we called it St. COVID's day dinner that we had. <laughs> yeah. 